1: Hello, friends, this is Vince, and this is the RR Show. I've got a couple of stories for you. The second one we're going to get to is from r slash I don't work here lady. I love the title of this. Fired from Walgreens I never worked at. But the first story we're going to get to is from r slash Pro Revenge, posted by user Brian Sannon, and just breaks my heart to even bring you the title of this. My boss stole my Super Bowl tickets. Ouch. So I made him lose a major client. Let's get into it. I'm a huge 49ers fan, the rabid all day tailgate in the parking lot type. A few years ago, we made it back to the Super Bowl. I was working at a consulting firm with a handful of accounts that I would interact with daily. One client in particular knew how big of a Niners fan that I was. I was the day-to-day lead on his account. He really liked working with me and we became friends, often grabbing drinks or dinner after our meetings. He had access to a pair of extra company seats to the game and as a thank you, wanted to give them to me as a gift. He passed the tickets over to the partner on that account to be given to me as a surprise. The game came and went, we lost, it sucked, The next time we met, we went to drinks afterward, and he mentioned, Hey, by the way, why didn't you go to the game? I heard someone else was in your seats. I asked, what game? He said, the Super Bowl. Confused, I answered, I didn't have seats to the Super Bowl? He told me that he gave the partner a pair of his company tickets for me as a gift so I could attend. I had zero idea what he was talking about. He looked shocked, told me to quietly ask around about it, and get back to him. When I was back in the office the next week, I found out through one of the secretaries that partner had given a pair of Super Bowl tickets to another one of his clients as a gift from our company. I might have let this sort of thing go to keep the peace under different circumstances, but these were seats on the 30-yard line to see the 49ers play in the Super Bowl. I considered confronting the partner myself, but realized it was the client who had noticed I wasn't there in the first place. So if I let him handle it, there would be no blowback on me. So I texted him, hey, I just wanted to thank you so much for thinking of me with those seats. It appears that they were given to another one of our firm's clients. He texted back right away and said, pretend I never told you. Let me handle. He followed up with me about formulating a plan. A few days later, we were asked to come down for a meeting in their office. The client requested the partner be present, not entirely unusual. So the partner and I hopped a flight the next week and headed over to their office. Little did the partner know, my client had orchestrated a wonderfully awkward little show to catch him red-handed. When we entered the conference room, it was all the usual suspects, along with a woman in her 30s we didn't recognize. My client immediately introduces, Hey, partner, this is Stephanie such-and-such, VP from the department. She wanted to sit in on this meeting. Hey, uh, you guys must already know her from the Super Bowl, right? She then responds and she goes to shake my hand. Oh. I don't think so. Do we meet there? I'm sorry if I forgot. Client responds, "Geez, Steph, how much did you have to drink? They were sitting right next to you. Client looks at me and I say, Sorry, client, I wasn't there. Are you thinking of someone else? At this point, the partner is looking visibly uncomfortable, probably trying to come up with an excuse. He starts with an, oh, When Stephanie says over to him, No, so-and-so from other company, were in the seats. By the way, I was wondering why we gave the company seats to those guys. Is there a project we're working with them on that I didn't know about? Obviously not, they were in completely different industries. It would be like Coca-Cola partnering with John Deere. The partner lets out an uh again and the client immediately speaks over him asking him, hey partner, I gave you those tickets for original poster, right? At this point, the partner is turning bright red. He responds, uh, oh, well, he wasn't able to make it, so he must have given the seats away to someone else and turns to me looking for me to cover for him. Client smirks at me. I respond, uh, what, what are you talking about? Client, you gave me the tickets to the Super Bowl? Client suddenly raises his voice. Partner, those tickets were a personal thank you gift from me to Original Poster. Did you give them away to someone else? Was it another client? The partner butts in with an, uh, um, maybe something got mixed up in the office? Client went quiet for what probably seemed like an eternity to the partner. He then looked down, grabbed his portfolio and iPad, put them into his briefcase and said, I think this meeting is over. Original poster, it seems as if I owe you a thank you gift. Let's go to lunch. Stephanie, you're welcome to join partner. I need to evaluate our relationship. Please go back home and expect to hear from us next week. The partner suggests he would like to join and presumably to do damage control. And Stephanie sternly tells him, I don't think that's a good idea. And asks the front desk to see the partner out. As soon as he's in the elevator, we all break out laughing hysterically. Stephanie really wasn't a VP, just an employee at the company who the client had drafted into helping with his pre-planned meeting skit. But she did end up coming to lunch with us and was a fellow Niners fan and a total blast to hang out with. On our way to the restaurant, I got a desperate text from the partner saying, I needed to cover for the firm and that we could discuss things when I got back. I replied, yes, We need to talk, but I'll see what I can do. Client told me to wait a couple of hours, then respond to him. One, to expect invoices for the resale value of the Super Bowl tickets. Resale is way above face value. It was over $10,000. As well as our lunch. He picked a pricey spot and made a big show of overspending. And that he expected them to be paid immediately. Two, expected I be given a direct apology. Three, expect a written apology to his company for what he considered theft. And four, he will only interact with me or another one of our firm's partners, never that partner. The whole thing caused a stir with the other partners and actually came off looking gray because it appeared that I had made a good faith effort to save the client for the firm despite being the victim in this situation the client would transfer to another partner, which meant that that partner lost his profit share on any work with them. Oh, and other partners in the firm made the partner pay the invoices back out of his salary. In retrospect, I really have no idea what this guy was thinking. Did he seriously believe the client would just not notice me for thanking him for the Super Bowl tickets? Anyway, The well was kind of poisoned for me there long-term because the partner wasn't going anywhere. I left the firm a few months later for a much better position. Client ultimately terminated their relationship with that firm a year later. He actually now works with a good friend of mine at a competing firm. I'm still ticked I missed out on the Super Bowl even though we lost. Hoping to make it back this year so I can finally go to one in person. Go Niners. All right, the second story for this episode is from r slash I don't work here, lady. Posted by user maven underscore black. Fired from a Walgreens I never worked at. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In fact, I have never worked at any Walgreens. So this was some 10 years ago, and while the conversation is paraphrased, I remember it like it was yesterday. So background. At the time, I was working Grave and Swing as a casinos player host in Reno, Nevada. For those who don't know what this job is, we take care of the high rollers, make sure they get comps, dining, and hotel reservations, get invites to tournaments, limo rides, you name it. I wore a nice black blazer with a name tag, slacks, comfortable but professional shoes, hair, and makeup done. The days I worked swing, I was off at 3 a.m., but after waiting for the bus and the ride home, I would not make it to my place until about 5 a.m., Directly across the street from my home was a Walgreens. I stopped in a lot of mornings to grab a protein shake, pick up prescriptions, etc. But on Wednesday mornings, they put a lot of clearance items out. You could snag small appliances, dirt cheap. So I was always there on Wednesdays, stocking up on Christmas and birthday presents, etc. The employees and manager knew me by sight and some by name. I was usually a zombie after work. I think, like most people, lol. And this Wednesday was no different. I was looking over the latest section trying to decide if I needed a new coffee maker or just wanted one because it was clearance for like five bucks. A woman was next to me speaking Tagalog into her phone. I don't speak it but Reno has a pretty large Filipino community so I could at least recognize it. Her language is not important to the story. It just struck me how odd the little things we remember are. She finished her conversation and looked at me and said, can I get a discount on this? I don't remember what this was. Some small appliance. This box is smashed up. No idea, I told her. But I would ask to plug it in to test it before I bought it if the box is damaged. I have no idea if anyone can actually do that, but it seemed reasonable to me. Why would you sell something that doesn't work, she demanded. I had no idea at this point. She thought I worked there. I thought she was making conversation. In my defense, I was half asleep and just wanted a good deal on a stick blender. Oh, I told her I absolutely wouldn't sell it, but I'm not in the business of selling things anyway. Oh, so you're too good and important to sell things. That's just for the low employees. Finally, I looked at her. Until then, I was pretty focused on staying awake. I could see she was getting angry. It dawned on me that I still had my name tag on. I slipped it off. They are the kinds with the magnets, not pins. And stuck it in my pocket. Oh, sorry, I forgot to take this off. I don't actually... I started to say I don't work here. But she was having none of that. Oh, you think you're too good to help me just because I'm Filipina? She may have said Filipino. I confess I don't know which is correct and... Going off only memory, my money is good for you. She said something in Tagalog that did not sound flattering. You think you can trick me taking off your name tag? I just sighed. I don't want your money. I don't work here. I am shopping. Please leave me alone. She ignored everything I just said except for, oh, you won't be getting my money because you need to give me this for free for not helping me. Ma'am, I tried to reason with her. I can't give you that. I really don't work here. If you take it without paying, that is stealing. Oh, now you think I am poor and a thief? Where did this poor come from? I want to talk to the manager of the whole store. Lady, I turned back to the shelf. I wish you would talk to anyone but me. She stopped off with her heels making little tick t t t t t sounds on the linoleum. I decided I did need another coffee maker and that stick blender. I was putting both in my cart, and I can hear great, she's back, but she's not alone. Tom, the store manager, was with her. There she is, the woman shrieked. She called me a poor thief, and she swore at me. I want you to fire her and make her poor. Weird obsession with poverty. Tom looked at me confused. What's happening? I grinned and held up my coffee maker, shopping. Tom was even more confused. But why are you insulting her and swearing? She thinks I work here and wanted me to let her steal an appliance. Okay, I know a bit of an exaggeration, but she started it. This was the moment that her medication stopped working. In a very loud mix of English and Tagalog, she shrieked out her entire interaction. Surprisingly, she told it correctly too except that I didn't put my name tag away to trick her. Tom was done at this point. He just looked at me and said, you're fired. The woman grinned maliciously at me, grabbed her smashed up box, and stormed off with Tom as I shrugged and made my way over to the allergy medication or some other area of the store. I don't 100% remember, but I have terrible allergies and that seemed likely. At the register, Tom asked me what really happened. I told him everything, including how I told her I wish she'd talk to anyone but me. Tom laughed and told me that I was still fired. Yeah, I grinned. Do I get a severance package? Tom laughed harder. To be fair, you did swear to her. Plus, you don't actually work here, so no severance package. That's it. I shopped there for many years before I moved. Never saw her again. Some sir, she went on content with getting me fired and making me poor. We really appreciate you being with us on today's show. The RR Show is a production of Evergreen Podcast and Wessler Media. Now, if you'd be so kind, follow or subscribe to the show if you haven't already. And if you also haven't done already please leave us a very nice five-star review. Thanks, Mom. Also, for more, you can visit rrshow.com. That's rrshow.com. I'm your host, Vince. My producer, Kevin, thank you. We'll see you next time.
0: coincidence? I think not.
1: Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events on our podcast, Disturbed